I know from the position of being a pastor and with the other pastors that are here and in our community, probably some of the hardest part right now is feeling as if we're really out of touch. We're so used to being able to see you each week and, and to see you even during the week at Bible study. So it feels a little bizarre to, to feel this out of touch with you all. But know that we are here for you. Reverend Lawrence and I are keeping office hours, so if you need to call and contact us, why we still want you to practice your social distancing and not coming into the office, you know where to find us, especially if there's an emergency that you can get a hold of us. Please note that the Holy Week schedule is in flux, meaning we're not sure if we're going to be able to have a sunrise service. Easter Sunday might also be a virtual worship service, depending upon how much longer this goes. And right now they're projecting to the end of April, so it looks like we will not, we will probably be doing virtual service for a number of weeks. But as a way for those who are out of the state, and maybe once this is over, having a virtual component to our worship ends up what we end up doing every week, is so that those who can't get here can still see what's happening and hear and participate in the worship. So that means that sign language class, membership class, choir rehearsals, and any other meetings that we normally have here during the week have all been canceled. Choir members, even though you can't be here to rehearse, please listen to your CDs and your MP3 selections and keep uh, practicing that music just in case we have that, that clearance to get together for Easter morning and to work on those songs together. I want to shout out a huge thank this morning, to, especially to Luke and Daniel and Paul and Kat, who's in the back of the room running the sound system. The guys are doing a tremendous job. If you were with us at Bible study, you saw the, how much that flowed with Luke leading us in that, that, that lesson, and we didn't have any glitches. It's my pleasure to announce that we have raised all the funds for the matching dollar campaign or challenge in order to pay for the new computers. So that is done. We have a couple people who have made pledges that still need to pay for them, and we ask that you turn in your pledges by the end of March so we can pay for the computers. Please note that you can continue to use not only the Facebook Prayer Warrior page for your prayer concerns, but you can also email them here to us at the church office. We have gathered a few that have come in for the last few days that we'll be using during our prayers of the faithful. Remember, this is not our new reality. We will once again be together in worship and in celebrating our lives in the life of Christ and as a body of believers. But those are our announcements this morning. We are going to move into our call to worship and then our opening praise. Let us sing of the steadfast love of God. Let our mouths proclaim the faithfulness of God to all generations. For your faithfulness, O God, is as firm as the heavens. The heavens proclaim your wonders. For great and awesome above all are you, O God. Your steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Happy are we who walk in the light of your countenance. For we exalt your name all day long. For you are the Holy One. Amen. Amen. 
each other. For those a few of us that are here, we're just going to say the peace of God be with you. Thank you. 
daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Hopefully you have a nice warm cup of coffee and 
Got your feet up and are probably worshiping in a way that you've never thought you were before. And that's okay. Over the last few weeks, we have looked at a number of stories in which people questioned what was important in their lives and what made one great. That's okay, we'll take care of that later. The disciples argued over who would be the greatest as they walked along with Jesus. A rich young man questioned how to have eternal life, yet was disappointed when he was told to get rid of his wealth because his wealth was so important to him. I can ask all of us the same exact question that people were asking Jesus and asking among themselves, what's important to you in your life? What's most important? What is the most important thing in your life that you would relate as the greatest of things? But whatever this thing is, what makes it great? The real question we need to be asking ourselves is, what makes us great in the eyes of God? For the rich young man in his own eyes, what made him great was his wealth. For the disciples, at least in their opinion, what made them great was who got to sit next to Jesus. Today I brought together a teaching of Jesus and a warning that Jesus gives. Both relate to the question, what makes us great in the eyes of God? I'm going to start with the warning, since the warning is a good non-example of what it means for something to be great. We're taught in school when we become teachers that one of the best things we can do when teaching a new item is to show non-examples and that's exactly what Jesus is doing in his morning. Let's say I was teaching a lesson on squares. My non-examples would be things like a circle or a triangle. These two figures are definitely not squares. So I would show the circle and the triangle to my students and I'd say to them, these are not squares. Then I would show them a square. And we can compare the difference between what that square looks like and what that circle looks like. That would help them to learn and be able to identify a square every time they see it, comparing it to a circle or a triangle. Jesus uses this warning to the scribes like a non-example. See, the scribes like to walk around in their long robes. They like to be greeted in the marketplace. They like to have the best seat in the synagogue. And the place of honor at the banquet, that was for them. And then they would even say really long prayers because it made them look good. But you know what Jesus is telling us? That these things are not the things that make you great. According to Jesus, these are the things that would get you condemned. 
one scribe seemed to get it. Or maybe he was starting to get it. He knew that robes and being known wasn't all that important. He knew it had something to do with the commandments. For he goes to Jesus to talk to Jesus. He already knew that the Lord our God is one, is our God. He knew that we are to love the Lord our God with our heart and with our soul and our mind and our strength. And we were to love our neighbors as ourselves. He questioned Jesus of what was the greatest of commandments. According to Jesus, these things, the love of God, the love of our neighbor, is the greatest things that we can have in our lives. Doing this, having this love of God and for our neighbors, is truly what makes us great. This should be the most important thing in our lives, the love of God. But remember the culture that we're reading about and talking about. For this is the Jewish people. One of the most important things you can do is, in keeping your relationship with God is to offer your sacrifices to God. Giving that sacrifice kept that relationship you have with God connected. Every time that you offered a sacrifice to cover up the sins that you had committed. Even the scribe acknowledged that one's love of God was more important than his own offerings and sacrifices. This reminds us that sometimes what we do isn't the most important thing in our relationship with God. How many homeless people we serve is not the most important thing in our lives. How much money we give to church. How much time we serve as ushers at a worship service. How many worship services we attend. These are not the most important things in our lives. The most important aspect of our relationship is our relationship with God. And the love that we have for God and for each other. You know, individually, these things that I mentioned are important. It's important for us to minister to the homeless. It is important for us to support our churches with our gifts and our tithes and our talents. I'm surrounded this morning here in this room with people of talent. People who are running the camera and running the soundboard and are in the other room making sure that as we're streaming this out to you, that you're getting it properly. We have people in other rooms who are verifying that everything that's happening here in the sanctuary is coming to you fully. So we are blessed with their gifts of self. It is important to serve God using our gifts as these people are doing. And it's important for us to gather with like-minded saints for worship. And granted, we have a difficulty doing that right now, but we can gather through this media. And once again, we'll be able to fill this room up again as we come together. But these are not the most important things in our lives. They are important, but they're not the greatest things. They're not the most important. Again, the most important thing in our lives is our love for God. Notice again I said our love. I already know that God loves us. 
footprints in our lives. Because of that love, God sent us Jesus. But what's even greater importance is our love that we give back to God, that we give to others. If you truly want to be the greatest, you want to answer that age-old question that the disciples have asked more than 2,000 years ago of who would be the greatest. The greatest are those who love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, We are going to move on to our hymn of response. We'll be singing together, Great is the Lord. If you are more comfortable standing to sing, that's fine. If you want to stay seated, that's fine also. Organization that keeps right on ticking 
stop, doesn't stop, no matter what's happening with the weather or with viruses, is the U.S. method. And they keep bringing those darn bills. They're not taking moratorium on sending us the bills. So I ask that you prayerfully consider how you will continue to support your church and if need be mail it into us. Reverend Lawrence is going to take a moment for playing a piece as you, maybe some of you just need to go right now and get your checkbook while he's playing this song. Thank you for the blessing of this place that we gather, that you have given to us. 